As we come to the conclusion of the season in Abu Dhabi, Max puts some respect on his name, and many teams say goodbye to their outgoing drivers. Yo, dude, let's jump the start. everybody welcome in wake up if you uh watched yesterday's race this is wellington i'm here with two of my wait 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 wait, wait. before you continue yeah happy birthday wellington oh jeez okay belated but uh thank you happy birthday wells oh, it's still your birthday in my head <laughs> <laughs> we're celebrating the whole week yes sir well formula one didn't celebrate because they gave you a boring <laughs> freaking race <laughs> um, so i'm here with two of my closest friends ruben say hello what's going on guys Yancy, how are you? Hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Still the hangover. <laughs> <laughs> guys, before we start, I want to make sure that you guys are aware. We are on social media, Instagram and Twitter, at Jump to Start F1. Make sure to interact with us. Say hi. Follow us. Uh, obviously, leave us a five-star review uh, We via pl- podcast platforms. We are on, obviously, many podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Stitcher. I, I it's your think, birthday. I, I take a beat because, <laughs> yes, he always wants me to repeat these things, but your we're birthday. also on YouTube at Jump to Start. I'm sorry, Jump to Start Podcast. Jump to Start Racing Podcast on YouTube. Again, jump at Jump to Start F1, Twitter, Instagram. Make sure to follow us. Uh, had a lot of fun this week. And uh, obviously, you know, just interacting with everybody. But, uh, you know, stop in and say hi. Jump to Start Racing at Gmail if you want to start, if you want to drop us a line. Uh, gentlemen. The race weekend. Not much. Probably the best race I've seen all season. <laughs> oh, my God. But you're awake, though. If you take away all the other races, yes. Well, I wasn't awake for it. So it was the best race because I was dreaming of a good race. Gotcha. Is that Thank God he saw it with us. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> all right, so just I did practices. Really not much to write home about. Uh, Max Fastest and Pew. FP1 and FP2, the Mercedes, obviously, in FP3. I'm sorry, Max Fast is in FP1 and FP3. Mercedes Fast is in FP2. Not much more to talk about there, right? Qualifying was the highlight of the weekend. It was a lot more fun. In FP1, we saw a lot of testing being done. Yeah, we saw Schumacher in yeah. there. Yeah, but there's nothing... Nothing out of the world. Nothing out of this, out of, you know. Like Ferrari had like a big fence in the back of the car i guess it would <laughs> yeah the rake <laughs> the uh, arrow rake that they had <laughs> it looked like a spaceship right <laughs> yeah they were trying to cheat so that's full of sensors the the, uh, the fence i yeah. thought it was their new diffuser <laughs> <laughs> full of sensors, different pedo tubes to measure the air pressure differences yeah notice i i point i Looked at Wellington when I said another Ferrari fan. Because I know Wellington would know that technical stuff before you and me. I ain't going to know that. <laughs> me either. I love it. I love it. Uh, I learned from Wellington. Yeah. <laughs> so qualifying. Uh, dude, what? So, all right. I'll, I'll give it to you, Yancy. What would you like to talk about here with qualifying? It, it was, I mean, normal qualifying, Q1, Q2. But Q3 was great because... We didn't think that Red Bull Red Bull would be so competitive. Um, even though it is a track that 
kind of suits them because it's a, it's a has a lot of uh, a breaking points. Obviously, sector sector three, so that benefits the Red Bull car. But they never seem to do well here at Abu Dhabi. Well, but the fact the way it finished, yeah, that, that was, was that was great. That was that was awesome. But he also showed, like for example, once we got along and they were saying that all the Mercedes cars had to turn the engine down. So then, okay, the qualifying, we're not surprised he ended up that way the Max once in time. Because they never had a... Oh, yeah, they did have... Yeah, they had an issue with the MGUH, I believe. So they had to turn the engines down a little bit. Cars. Mm-hmm. And since Red Bull throughout the whole year, they have not been able to top Mercedes that, you know, that much all the time, but they've been close. So yeah. once you turn the engine down of the leading car, it's, it's a matter of... But I, I don't Of think... the car that's running normal to be on top. I don't, because, I don't So think that spoiled my, my excitement when I saw, you know, because qualifying to me was, oh my God, oh my God, I spilled my drink and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it was awesome yeah. because you, you know, you had, you had Botas who came in and then, no, you know. No, it was Ham first. No, I got you, gotcha. but, but, uh, it was Hamilton first and then you, obviously we, Botas stopped him. We thought, we thought, uh, we were, like, great. We, I thought it was like, all right, great. Hamilton's going to do it again. Right, Cause he had a good, he had the purple, f- I think first and second sectors yeah. while watching it. And then I think Botas took the purple for the second No, sector. but that's the thing. He, he, uh, Hamilton was purple all the way through. Then I don't, I don't think they showed they that Botas show, was purple. Yeah. They didn't show Botas graphics through the end. Yeah. So when he, it, they didn't, it, it, it kept on saying green sectors for Botas, but then, all of a sudden, Actually, at the end, the, he had the fastest lap. I think his first sector was yellow, and then yeah. it, then it was green, and then, and then the purple one. But then on top of that, then Max like literally quietly. out of nowhere, yeah, like it, that was another one that I think had a yellow and then green, and then just just blew them away. Exactly what Yancy said: sector three just being so favorable to the Red Bull car. Yeah, that's where they made up all this time, and I think that's where where Bottas made up the time for with Hamilton, and. But I, I think that what I was my point was I don't think that this was due to the engine because it's just a track that tends to suit. Which I, again, it's it's mind boggling because it's a track that suits that should suit Red Bull more than Mercedes. But Mercedes always win here because they got Lewis Hamilton. Well, yeah, and <laughs> Lewis Hamilton definitely was not at his best yeah. this weekend. Well, but it was it was great because you want to see that you want to see it because it was first Lewis and then Bottas comes through and beats him and we're like oh great this is awesome and then Max comes through out of nowhere yeah, RKO'd the whole field <laughs> the whole grid and he took Paul and it was I think that was the highlight of the weekend for me to be honest with you you know it's funny we jumped into it we forgot to mention oh yeah Lewis Hamilton's back but you know obviously if you watch the race he's back he uh it, is quote unquote recovered from uh COVID and he was able to regain his seat at Mercedes. Not regain, but he well, I don't went think back he's to... fully recovered. He was just good enough to yeah. race. Yeah, he was coughing during the the post <laughs> the post yeah. streets interview. I I wanted to die for like a, a Lysol or something. I think like. we're all we're all like traumatized yeah. when we see too many people together and then we see somebody coughing, we're like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I Take mean that outside. Lewis yeah. being back, I was yeah, it's good, but I was bummed out. I wanted Russell too. Yeah, another another weekend. Man. Yeah, that was it was kind of weird nice. because they did the um, welcome home, Russell. <laughs> Ru- Russell was doing all the interviews for Mercedes on Thursday when they do all the press stuff, and and then uh, you had uh, I don't know Jack he got, Aiken. He got kicked out. <laughs> yeah, Jack Aiken was doing all the stuff for Williams, so you kind of thought that we're gonna have uh, we probably might see uh, 
George Russell get another crack at it um, and get at least get his podium. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's good that Hamilton was back. It was it's a good thing, and I think uh, the moment for me of the weekend was when uh, Fernando Alonso was um, was taking his uh, V10 powered Renault championship winning Renault, and they were interviewing Lewis Hamilton, and what I was saying, what I when I was hearing that interview, I said, and I just hear that 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 car roaring, screaming, screaming. I'm like, damn, that sound. And then he says it. He's like, he had to stop. He's like, oh, that sound. I don't know why we got rid of it. I think, I think we all felt that. Of course. You yeah. know what's crazy is we've been that car, that, that car sounded amazing. We've been lucky enough to go to F1 races. We went to to Canada. The wow, last sounds year. so good too. And that's the sound. Yeah, <laughs> the sound of the current engine, the V6 hybrid. Is already like it's already pretty good, but like man, here yeah. is the uh, was, uh, maybe my personal we, favorite is the grunt of the Honda engine. Has oh, grunt! Oh yeah, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> but it's it just does not compare to that V8, V10, V12 sound, which is why we put it in our intro. If you hear it in, oh, our, yeah. in our song, yeah, yeah. that's a V10 because it's just it's a beautiful sound, man, and it's like. You can say, I mean, it just like, makes symbolizes your hair stand the actual, like that type of sound is what symbolizes the sport. Yeah, it was. It was before when you used to when you went to F one races, um, you would have to bring earmuffs if you're anywhere near. Now you don't have to do that. That's the that's the difference. They still something. give you those in the package when you when you buy the yeah like the like like some of the expensive. That wasn't say you know another word, but some of the expensive seats. Yeah. Normally you get like a package. Well, you're package. closer. To the yeah. action. I mean, I don't know about that stuff. I, I maybe you googled it because I, I don't know. All right. So when we went to Monaco in 2017, wow, mm-hmm. we we saw it from like a balcony and we did get a package. Wellington didn't want, doesn't want to say that, but <laughs> 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 we were staying one of those balconies on the hill. Yeah, and we got a, a package that brought earmuffs, whatever, and stuff like that. Oh, so they did, but you we didn't never need used them, it. though? Get out of here. We didn't use it. I, I, I still got it in my, in my desk in my office. You probably would have needed it if it was a V10 running around. I felt like you needed it maybe well, they didn't think, in F2. Um, F2 was, F2 running, F2 the, was the, running V8s. Yes. Yeah. We, we, there, that was loud. Mm-hmm. So imagine- You can hear that from the train station. Yeah. Imagine how the Formula 1 car sounded the V10 back then in that or little area. Or even the V12. Yeah. <sighs> Damn it. Oh my God. Jeez. All right. Welcome so back, back to qualifying. Back. Yes. yes. 2020. Yes. Um, all right. So I'm gonna read out the top five who were within I guess three three tenths, a, a little over three tenths. Number one, Max Verstappen. Number two, Valtteri Boras, who was less than three hundredths behind him. Lewis Hamilton behind them. Fourth, Lando Norris. Second row star for Lando Norris, who over over the weekend, put his best foot best foot forward. And fifth, Alexander Albon, another guy that put his best foot forward this weekend, which we'll obviously talk about later. You have, um, I forgot, we forgot to mention the uh, radio message from Toto Wolf to uh, Valtteri. To Valtteri. What did he say? He said, uh, give it your all. Give it your all. Right before that last qualifying lap. Yeah? yeah? Yeah, he did. So there was a story that had come out um about you know they they had said i'm sorry i just dropped something my phone uh they had there was a story that came out that they had sat down and had a talk obviously valtteri had been down on down on his luck essentially after the last race and really the last couple of races and one of the things that came out of that was that he needed just more positive 
reinforcement. reinforcement. Yeah. The 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 when I first heard it, um, I found it weird because Toto never comes on the radio. Never. And it it was taken of, and I think that the com the the people the the guys who are on commentary also mentioned that that it, that it was weird and it, it and it almost goes to show you where i i took it as toto is trying to push valtteri because he hasn't done enough but then the story came out saying because he did have a bad weekend yeah the <laughs> and, previous uh, weekend in in, in Bahrain too um and it, it he sat down with toto wolf i guess in the interim between the two races and one of the things that they um, it came to conclusions is that Valtteri wanted a little bit more, you know, a little bit more of a mental reinforcement or a reinforcement to know that the team is behind them. Yeah. Um, and after last week, yeah. he needs to know that because yeah, he definitely needs George to know Russell that. was just such a phenomenal drive. Yeah, and you know, usually. He does get the short end of the stick when it, when obviously he's going up against Lewis Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton is going to get all the preferences. So maybe, you know, uh, what he's been on the team for three years going against Hamilton. Um, maybe he hasn't felt that the Actually, team is, is behind the, him. This is the end of the fourth year. Right? Well, the end of the fourth. Yeah, so the, maybe he doesn't feel that the team is behind him. Maybe they had a heart-to-heart. -heart and I think that's pretty cool because at least he feels a support. And maybe that's what he needs. And, you know, we've all talked about other drivers, especially Sebastian Vettel, that he needs to feel the love from the team. And you can see the difference in how he's driven before for Ferrari. And this year, he, he he just doesn't have it. And maybe, you know, the mental state of a driver, maybe that's some drivers don't need it. Others do. But maybe Bottas is one of those drivers that does. And he clearly, you know, he did a good job this weekend for the most part. Come on. <laughs> I know Ruben was yeah Ru on, uh, Ruben is you, who are we trying to kid here <laughs> <laughs> Ruben's the hard ass to, to our uh, our softies I guess come on man Please. I want to I want to <laughs> yo the minute he says in front of Toto Toto just smacked him <laughs> you're lucky you have a seat Toto but I, I, I get good qualifying yeah you're lucky you have a seat look at the other guy what other guy the one that was here last week I look think, what he did my man I, I think <laughs> shut up you, you'd rather have George Russell in the car room no it's not that you know what it is it's a it's a cultural thing I would say mm -hmm. because most of the people from Finland especially the fin the, the, the drivers I've been from they from Finland Kimi uh, Heikinen Heikinen yeah. they have not been people that are open and they don't no. they don't show it. They're very no. cold. They're very yes. they yeah. have that posture where they're they like they their sh weather. It's they, cold. they show very very little feelings. Or at least in their expressions. You know, the way they right. when when you look at them, I guess Well, Kimmy's best at that. Yeah, but Kimmy Kimmy wasn't showing his pressure. He will tell you, just leave me alone, I know what I'm doing. Like yeah. I don't want to hear you. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm too smart. Like Yeah. But Kimmy already we already got that from his whole pretty much. But I think that's what we love about Kimmy is just that he's just So maybe that's what Bottas needs to show expressive. out. Like, get out of, get, get a little bit out of the shell of being so formal, so, you know, uptight. Let loose a little bit. And maybe that will also show on the seat as well. Yeah, because... Uh, I think he's too tight. It is very endearing when we it's see... It's what, what I said about Ham sometimes too, that he's yeah. too political when he talks or too, you know, too corrected. Just let a little bit loose. Like, you know... Well, I... He can't. That, no, not Ham. But he, Bottas, he yes. Yeah, that's... A, it has to be... I think with Hamilton, it 
you know. Yeah, come on, look for Ricardo. Look how yeah. Ricardo behaves. But yeah, that's, but, the, but that's, that's the different. thing. Here's the thing with 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 Hamilton is different because, and obviously, I, I don't want to get too deep into this, but when you're a person of color, exactly, especially in a in a white dominated sport, you have to be the you model. have to. And we saw this with Michael Jordan too. Um, you could be the best, but you have to have a certain image that you portray. Yep. And Lewis Hamilton has done a good job of actually going off on his own, obviously with the fashion statements and 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 um, you know, the political statements, and not political human rights statements with uh, with BLM, uh, Black Lives Matter. But you still have, in order for people to take him seriously, he has to have this facade, fa- facade almost. Um, and it's quite different. Um, and it's just a reality. It's not something that I'm just coming up with. It's just, it, it is what it is. All right. So, um, I mean, Boras is going to, next year, uh, what is it? Put up or shut up next yeah. year for Boras. So, let's Get see. Get tons of yeah. porridge, bro, and let's, just start eating up it. before the race. Is. Boras, I'm, I want to see a title fight. I want to see a title fight. Else yeah. Because honestly... I mean, we, we're going to get to this next week because we're going to do a recap of the season. But this season was great. And it had Phenomenal. everything, and the only thing that was missing was a title fight. So back to qualifying. Lando fourth. What do you guys think? Lando shot out. Shut up and, this um, He's always been regarded as a, as, a, as a good driver, great driver. He showed that he's on par with Carlos Sainz. He beat him, actually, this season. Uh, in terms of qualifying, in, yeah. in terms of qualifying, in terms of race, in too. Racing, yeah. Uh, it was very close. It was eight eight coming into the, you know, coming into this race. How about that Ferrari? Well, and, he didn't uh, he didn't beat him in terms of driver championship standing though. No, points. but I mean, he's the qualifying head. He did and and um, but he did a good job. They were right then. They were right there. It wasn't like it was it was it wasn't a blowout. It wasn't no. George Russell. No, to yeah, the it was eight point difference in the cha- in know, the championship. It wasn't. And uh, we could go back. It to wasn't it. Max Verstappen to Albon. I think that they they both had the highlights throughout the year, but this weekend I just hope Lando the same thing we said from the beginning when he had the you know when he had the the podiums that hey if you use that momentum just keep it going. I'm gonna tell you what the way he is with his teammates with Ines, I think that Ricardo and him is just gonna be such a good pairing going forward <laughs> for him. He's gonna be able to learn a lot. Uh, Alex Albon fifth in terms of qualifying. He, he should have been at least fourth, not fifth. At least fourth, I agree. Lando Considering the pace that the Red Bull yes. car had, mm-hmm. at least fourth. The Red Bull car was the fastest this weekend. He's not there. Albon is not there. The, the, I think I don't know where I saw this, but I, I, I don't know. I, I read something to that aspect earlier. Where, what do you expect for a guy that got thrown out of a seat that was already pretty much with a lot of turmoil, and he was not ready to have either the seat because pretty much when Gasly was demoted. This guy wasn't ready to take that seat over and to take it up to max. And so, you know, obviously you, your first com- competitor thing is your teammate, something that they have to be saying. You say that? Yeah, yeah, the first person yeah, you got to beat is your teammate. You're in the same car. Yeah. Who's going to beat ha- yeah, Max? But, uh, I mean, t- <laughs> but, it, but it has to be closer. And Gasly wasn't close either. And I, the, I think Red and Bull. I think, and it's not even close. It's just the amount of points. It's just a huge gap between points. And lo- and you can see it. Just look at the constructors and see the gap between Mercedes and Red Bull. And and if you know what, um, and we can look up, look back at the season again. We're gonna do this. You know what? Why later on? Also, but, why the gap was so big because of the Honda engine. Uh, I would say reliable reliability this year. 
It's because been it was one of the most reliable. The no, no, reliable. yeah, something because of that. It was that's why it was such a big gap. Remember, previous years Max either with mistakes or blowing the engine. Yeah, but he blew a bunch of engines this year too. Not, not maybe it wasn't engines, but he he DNF from a lot of, yeah, from a of lot races. races, be it crashes or you know stuff happening. What well, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yo, so no, Ruben, you said something about about Alex Albon maybe wasn't ready to take that yeah. rainbow seat. So mm-hmm. I want to I want to bring it back to last year, right? He was fighting Lewis Hamilton and got spun out. Yes. We can't say he wasn't ready. He was almost he yeah, was, was uh, he was going to win that race. We were going to say the ending though. That was towards the end. That's when he took the car. No, he took it uh, I think yeah. the race before the second half, before the before the before uh, the break. Spa. He got it on the break. After yeah. the break he got it. Spa. And there was another one. What was the other race? There was that race, and there was another race that uh, obviously Austria this year. Same thing happened. He got spun out by Brazil. Checo. Was when he was yeah last year. Yeah, yeah, last year. Last year Brazil. This year Austria. Austria. Yeah. He he got spun out this year again by Ham. No. Yeah. And by Ham, and, and then by Czech. Perez. Okay. So I I I don't like to think, or I don't want to say that he was not ready for that seat when he was showing out at the start. We all forget because it was this year was thirty years long, but we all forget that. <laughs> You know, Albon was doing pretty well at the start, taking that car. It seems to me that the pressure got to him over the. That's what happened to Gasly as too. Long, over as long you know, of this season, as this season, you know, obviously you go into the. There's not much expected to you at the end of the seat at the you know when you're, you're taking over a car the second half. There's not much pressure, but then as the season, this season is when. You, you only not only do you have to perform, but you start getting the questions, the pressure from the team that you gotta perform in order for you to keep the seat. I think that wore on him over over the season. And I think maybe the last two or three races he's been doing better than what he had before. And at that point when you get to the end of the season, it's like either, all right, I'm gonna do what I gotta do, whatever happens, happens. Send it. Yeah. So yeah, that was qualifying. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the race itself. Uh, let's just go. I guess it was fairly chalk right at the start. Max goes out into the distance. The other two Mercedes follow him off into the distance, and that pretty much was how it stayed. There was a battle in the midfield, but top three finishers: Max Verstappen. What is there to say? A flawless weekend. I think at, at the start he took off maybe a little bit slow because he had to cover Ham. He as did well. take off slower than usual. But yeah. other th- other than that, he was just. I thought when at the start I thought Max was in trouble. Exactly. You, you even said it. Oh my god, he missed. Yeah, he yeah. he got a, he had yeah. a bad start, but but it was a start. So I'm, I'm guessing. Well, what happened? He's talking about but Max. This is, Bottas, see, this like, is the thing that, that and then Bottas started like shaking again. That's that's <laughs> the thing that that upsets me is because he had a bad start. Mercedes and uh, Bottas could have taken the lead, but he had an even worse start. <laughs> Dude. You're the top yeah, driver in the weekend because obviously Lewis Hamilton wasn't at his best. At the start, he did Show not, out, bro. At the start, he did not cover Bottas. He covered Ham. If, would you be afraid of Bottas? If you're Max? <laughs> wow. Nobody. No. Because <laughs> he knows he's not, he's not pulling the start. <laughs> yeah. Dude, when, when have we seen a race? When have we seen a race where Bottas is in front of anyone? Doesn't matter if it's for first or even second or third. And you have a car gaining on him, and you're gonna, and you say it's gonna be tough to get by Bottas. We haven't seen that this year. We've seen it, but in we've the past. seen it in the past. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So we've seen that in the past. So we can, oh, we can, if we have 
a half decent driver gaining on both sides, we can for sure say Nico Rosberg. I, for sure, I, I don't know. Say that they're going to get past both sides. Who aside from Hamilton, Max, Hamilton, Max, Charles, Charles, I'll give you and Lewis Danny Hamilton, Ricardo, Max, Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen, Charles Leclerc, Daniel Ricardo get passed by get past easily. Fly by. Shaco Perez will get past in the same car. Come on, we're gonna have to revisit our top whatever drivers, but of the grid. I think a lot of times both us right now because of the because of the. But that's just one ass. I'm talking about defense. Yeah, yeah. You know, for example, both us right now because of the, you know, such. The driver next to him, you know, he, he can't even touch him. So Bottas, obviously, is we I, at least me, I constantly keep ju- judging him on his last performance. Like right now, you guys, yo, last year he was doing good. I don't remember that crap. I know what he did this weekend. I know he hasn't done crap this year. Man, it comes <laughs> down to what I've been So I'm judging saying. him, you know, on what he does. Like, for example, I know the last two races he's been out of it. You guys are going to hate me for saying this, but I keep saying this. Consistency, bro. That is what matters. He's That's been consistently mediocre. Exactly. <laughs> he's been good, like a meaning, being competitive but qualifying, but not at the race. He's c- consistency. Yeah, is gonna, that's where he counts. Yeah, consistency is what's going to get you. And sometimes Bottas has a good race, and other times he doesn't have a good race. And when you don't have a good race, you give the opportunity for other people to get ahead of you. And that's what happens. Bottas has, is fast enough, very close to Hamilton in in qualifying. But his racecraft has much to be desired for. Yep. He still he still does great in races, but he ha but it's just one one weekend he's good and another weekend he's just like nowhere. I wonder I wonder this I just just like a little you know like a little, something that just popped in my mind. If he was to go to his engineer and say, hey, can I get the onboards of last week race from Hamilton, the whole race. I want to see it. It would would they supply it? just so he could see. I guess he try to mimic some of the reaction that you know Lewis has, so he could try to. You don't think he does that? I don't know. I don't know. He definitely does that. No, no. I'm just thinking. I don't and, you know. And you get the telemetry, so you know exactly what Ham is doing. What Ham is doing. Where where he's, where he's hitting the accelerator. Where, yeah. where he's hitting. I'm the pretty brakes. sure the engineers tell him like, hey. He's really excelling doing this. this, this I like, think no. I think that that's part of being a race car driver at this level. Gotcha. No, no. I'm saying like, hey, listen. In this turn, you you started breaking at the I don't know 80, 80 feet mark. Guess what? Hamilton's how how doing this, you know, faster time because he's doing it at the fifty. And you know, you why, know something like that. Just like you know. And you know why I know that he does do that is because he's mentioned that during interviews gotcha, throughout okay, okay, the okay. season. No, on this corner, this this and that. He he's he says that in these interviews. So he's definitely doing. Maybe he's doing it too much. Yeah, well, was, he needs to press uh, the starts. I always think back to Nico Rosberg and like he just all the little details that he got into to be able to be the gloves to, part. But it, that that was like what the gloves, the the waking up earlier to beat, uh, um, I guess time uh, jet lag, like to beat jet lag before I to even take the jet. Dude, I'm trying to change my skills. If that's so what far it now, takes so to beat Hamilton, man, what like, happened with the gloves? He so Rosberg when he would change gears, you know, it's it's up at the wheel, so it's the paddles. Right. So he wanted to get a better feel for it. So instead of having the seams over his fingers, he requested that the, the seams be on the, uh, on, along on the, the side, so he has more of right. a. So then, what would end up happening? And it started getting into Lewis's head. He would just be so good off of the start, being able to, you know, uh, gear up, gear down, uh, into corners, out of corners, mm-hmm. that 
even Hamilton was like, dude, what the heck is he doing? That's so much better than what I'm doing. And, you know, Hamilton then started using those same gloves. But to be able to get into that guy's head, to be yeah. able to say. And that's hard to do. Right. Yeah. To be to be able. Oh, man, like we could go on for the with, mm -hmm. on forever with this, but he would cut off parts of his seat to be able to save weight because then he would say, you know, every 500 grams was like a, a, a tenth of a second or I'll go something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it, it, the, the level that he took it, he stopped <laughs> cycling so that he could lose muscles. The heaviest muscles are the ones in your legs. So mm -hmm. he stopped cycling so that he, you know, it atrophied a little so it would be less weight. But that's the level that it took to get him to world championship status and barely. So The only question that I have is, What's atrophy? <laughs> when, you stop yep. using, when you stop using your muscles. And okay. Start, yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I, we spent some time there on Bodas, but uh, what else is there to say about Max? The guy is... Max is on top of his game. I, I would say he's right up there with Lewis. And uh, we're not... I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But it just sucks because those two... Um, we want to see Max and Lewis have a fight at the front. And we haven't been able to get that. Well, next year's Red Bull car should be a whole lot different. It should be the ultimate Red Bull car. Exactly. Because so we should have more exciting car next year from them. Hopefully. It'll, it'll it be the, the final iteration, Honda engine in its final form. Exactly. Not a cheating engine, but yeah. No. I'm going to snap, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hamilton, third place. He just, he just cruised, just kind of cruised, right? Just nondescript. He was, he was even pretty far behind Bodas for a lot of the, a lot mm -hmm. of the race. So. Yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't there. Yeah, you were, you, you were right early, Anzi. What? And will you, you know, will you be afraid, Bodas? You know, is, is coming in behind you? Think no, because even Max said that in the race, it's Lewis gaining on Bodas. He was thinking he wasn't about Lewis <laughs> gaining on Bodas, which is in third place. Ouch! <laughs> no, so I just landed. I like, holy crap! And he just said it on Dude, the radio. Can you imagine? So, can you imagine even Hamilton? You have to make a move to overtake Max. How how bad of a position are you in where you have to get past this freaking guy? That would suck. And Max is one of the hardest people to overtake. Oh, man. It'll, oh, man. I cannot wait to see Charlotte Claire and Max go toe-to-toe -to -toe for years Ooh. on end. Well, Based on Silverstone last will year. That ever happen? Preview last Austria year. last will, year. Will that ever happen again? Maybe. So that's the top three finishers. Sure, well. Ferrari. <laughs> the midfield and I hate saying this we just talked about him earlier as well the midfield Alex Albon finally putting in a good performance putting his best foot forward going into next year yeah but the fact that we're talking about in the midfield <laughs> Albon in the midfield when his teammate is fighting at the top <sighs> red flag man red flags bring bring Checo bring Checo yeah he was within, so Hamilton finished 18 seconds behind Max. Alex Albon finished 19 seconds behind him, but behind Max. So he was uh, a second and a half off of Hamilton's pace. So, yeah, he was, he gained on Hamilton at the end of the race. <laughs> One thing that was funny, actually, that I forgot to bring up Max, what was it, five laps left? Hey, guys, if you want to turn down the engine, what yeah. the? <laughs> <laughs> we ain't doing that. Talk about talking crap. Yeah, the engineer. No, no, we're not doing that. Get out of here. Max, when he's running at the front, is awesome because <laughs> it's, because he says stuff is like, "Oh, you can turn on the engine now. We're okay." And then I think there was one time he was leading a race where, um, where he was saying, "Guys, make sure you drink up, hydrate." Yeah, that one. <laughs> uh, there was something with the tires also. Yeah, it's just 
it 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 seems like when he does take the lead, it's just you kind of know it, it's he like Hamilton. No, it's like Hamilton. Like, all right, when he does take the lead, ninety percent of the time he's gonna win the race. The ultimate. I like. The, I like it's the just so easy for them. Yeah. I like the max that we're seeing now. That we're seeing now, yeah. right? Yeah. Versus what we had a couple of years ago. The, the, I will say that the one that was missing the maturity. You know. Yeah. He was. He, he showed what we're seeing now. But without a head, you know, like, well, he's he's a very experienced driver now. Now, yeah, and he's still very young. He started in 2016, and he's I think 22. Yeah, first race for Red Bull, he won it. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> okay, he's a superstar. Rest of the midfield <laughs> racing point. How disappointed was everybody to see Sergio Perez out of the race? Obviously, it's his last F1 race, but then it was also the title, not the title fight, but the third place fight. Between Racing Point, McLaren, and Renault, and that kind of really took took the wind out of the sails for that race. No excuse for that engine to go. It's a brand new engine, dude. So you know, I was thinking about it on the way over here. But do you think that Racing Point just said, "You know what? This is our shot to get to third, to make some money"? And the last couple of races, they just said, "Checo, you're turning it up, and you're giving us results." Because two races ago, his engine caught on fire. Last race he won, obviously, you know, through his merit. This race had the issue with the with the pressures. I don't know. I feel like um they were working on just beating the crap out of that engine and then finally it just gave out. So are you saying that they don't have any any uh any confidence in last straw? Correct. <laughs> Correct. Correct. That's basically what I'm hearing, which is the truth, because obviously with with Perez out, Lance Stroll was nowhere to be found. Got one point. One point when they came into the race leading in the constructors, leading by 10. I don't know if you guys saw in the post-race, he was getting interviewed, talking about the championship, and, you know, he was congratulating McLaren, and he says, and I quote, shows the importance of having two very strong drivers on your team. Shots fired. Nice stroll. I think we we all were like, whoa. Shots fired at Lance Stroll, shots fired at Alex Albon. Yes, sir. Shows the importance of two strong drivers. Um, I mean that's that's the best argument so he could sell himself. Oh yeah. It just uh you regardless have, of whatever car he's had, how does he's your always in, well very his, strong. His problem wasn't an engine though, his problem was the transmission or the, the Yeah. The uh the gearbox. Lance that sucks. Lance yeah. first stroll. Qualified eighth behind Alex Alban, Carlos Sainz, Daniel Cavilla. Third fastest car on the grid. Third fastest car on the grid, finishes 10th so yeah I, I just remember that and qualifying that's what big did the big mix-up especially with the midfield because AlphaTauri came out in softs when they nobody had pretty much done anything before that in in the practices with the softs mm-hmm. so that forced a lot of people to change it. that's why Renault was so far back mm-hmm. because they came out of mediums and Gasly Gasly qualified 10th Kvyat qualified 7th so like it's one of those things where it's like all right Screw everybody. This is what we're doing. Yeah, but I guess they wanted to get a a, a better start. Because in this, this race in particular is a lot like um, like Monaco and Hungary, where there's not going to be a lot of overtaking just because of the nature of the track. So if you can make up any spot, especially at the beginning of the race, when, when other cars are lined up together, um, it could give you a big advantage because once you're settled into a spot, it's very hard for you to get above. 
And but Gasly, at least with the front, Gasly was the only one that was really. I don't know what he was on this weekend, but he was the only one really that was able to get a lot of good overtakes. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. You know, this guy, man. Uh, I used to bag on Gasly so much, and now he's just now he's you awesome. love him. Yeah, he's awesome. So um, you, you know, back you, to Lance you Stroll, him the great Gasly, the great Gasly. That's right. Back to Lance Stroll. He actually started on the softs. Obviously, that I'm going to call it that uh, tire advantage was neutralized. Lap 10, when we had the virtual safety car that became an actual safety car once uh, Perez went out, uh, the guy just had an abysmal race. He could not get anything done. Yeah. And Couldn't even get past the free. Wasn't somebody calling the radio, hey, why can't this guy pass uh, uh, Seb Vettel in the Ferrari? Yeah, and then, he, and, then he was, yeah. and then he was crying. at the. I heard some team radio at the end of the race, how he was crying about his tires get cold or... Something like that. I don't know. I mean, listen, find a way around it. Uh, get rid of him. He sucks. That's not gonna happen, Ruben. Daddy owns his the father team. owns the team. Would you Daddy. get rid of your own son? Daddy, you would probably get rid of your own son. <laughs> <laughs> son. <laughs> You're asking the wrong guy. Yeah, yeah for real. McLaren, congratulations! Third place finish in the constructors. Lando Norris showed up, showed out when they really needed it. Consistency. They Carlos didn't finish Sainz. any higher than what they had to. <laughs> They're always there within that five, six, seven spot, eighth spot. Always there, scoring points. Every consistency. No, they had a couple and, of races this year. Show. You know what I'm upset though is that when we were trying to, when we were picking who was going to finish up front, nobody picked McLaren. Nobody thought McLaren was going to finish third. No, none of us. We thought Renault. We thought, we thought Renault. Racing point. We thought Racing Point. Nobody, but it's it, but it's one thing that I've always said. If Renault has always been up and down this entire season, so has Racing Point, and and, and Racing Point I think is a big disappointment because they had a faster car than what they've showed absolutely. and all the results. But McLaren, slow and steady wins the race. Yeah. Consistent results. Always there between fifth and eighth spot, scoring points every race. Two cars scoring points almost every race. Not just one, two. Because the problem with racing point is was that if Stroll wasn't scoring the points, then it was Paris, but you never had two drivers. Yeah. And the same thing with and the same thing with with Renault. Dude, and then Renault's even worse because you don't know what how they were gonna do at a certain yeah. track. Dude, at one point it was Perez outside the top ten in driver standings, and Stroll was the one at, at the front because he had the Monza finish. He had a bunch of high uh, points finishes at the start of the season, and then just completely dropped off. Yeah, but I mean, great job by McLaren. That team is on the up and up. They're getting a better engine next season. Yeah, they just, they just want to keep climbing. So, and they're gonna get, and, and they're gonna have two decent drivers in the car, man. That's two, decent, two? decent, decent. They're gonna have one of the best drivers on the grid in the car. Two drivers and another guy, and another and, guy, and another guy good. named Norris. Yeah. yeah, two guys so, that can score points. I want to, I want to make sure. I, w I want to ask this question. You know what? Maybe I'll tweet at McLaren. Uh, guys, does Renault have a clause where if they score higher in the constructors because they have the engine that they get a little bit of money? Because if you guys recall, it was Renault that was doing all the protests against Racing Point, and that ended up costing them the fifteen points. And the constructors was decided by seven points. So McLaren should be like, guys, th thank you, Renault. Here, here's, <laughs> here's a little bit under the table. You grease your palms. Grease your palms. Yeah, two two episodes ago, three episodes ago, none of us picked 
McLaren. That's what you were saying earlier. Yeah. None of us did. None we, of us. We would say, not, well, I, I said they're finishing consistently, but consistently 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th. Yeah, so it's not enough points. But then when you have these ups and downs. Of everybody else. Of everybody else. Carlos Sainz, thank you for everything. Enjoy Ferrari. I think he'll be the perfect fit for them, to be honest with you. Because he's just so... Yeah. He's consistent. He's a good racing driver. He's not out of this world quick, but he gets the job done. I don't I don't foresee him beating Leclerc, but no. he'll be there. No. I think he's fast. I think he's not... Like, not to be the clerk all the time, yeah. but his his show his time show that he's pre, a pretty good fast driver. He's solid and consistent. Yes, and he is. He's gonna fit perfectly into say, that Kimi role. That yeah, you could you could kind of say Kimi it's almost like of last year. the same. It'll yeah. be like the same dynamic of a Hamilton and Bottas. Ah, uh, no, I think I think in that it'll aspect, be a little bit more fiery though. But as far aspect, as like being close, I think in that aspect, yeah, Carlos has more fire than Bottas. Yeah, I don't know. It's chilly. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, no, no. no I agree with you, but as far as like being close, I think. Come on, one close. last time, guys. Smooth <laughs> operator. <laughs> no, no, I was on the radio week that they did at the end, too. Yeah, and no, speaking of the radio, <laughs> Zach Brown goes on the radio. Yo, dude. <laughs> no, he wasn't. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, he listened to the radio. The most American <laughs> thing ever. Yo, dude. Yo, Zach. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I cannot wait to see the pairing. Can we say uh, that guy lost his job? Oh, dude. The turnaround from 2017, where they were the laughing stock, a GP2 engine. What were they, ninth in the constructors? To yeah. now third, what that was his turnaround. first year as CEO. That was his first year. See you later, Eric Boulier. <laughs> Peace. Yeah. Wow, what a turnaround. Well, what I what Mac, what McLaren did during that time, and I think that's what Ferrari is doing now, is that they're lowering their expectations. They're not saying that they're going to be winners next year or anything like that. They restructured the entire organization. They brought in they brought in Andreas Seidel to run the team operations at the track. What was the guy before it? Huh? Who did he work for before? Andreas Seidel was working in IndyCar. Gotcha. Yeah. He was working in IndyCar. He actually ran the the McLaren program when um when Fernando Alonso first raced at the Indy five hundred. Mm-hmm. And they brought him in. Um no, 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 that was top, Gil, that was sorry, that was, he was Gil Deferrin. He was the top Porsche yeah. racing man. There you go. There you go. That was it. I'm thinking about Gil Deferrin. He led Porsche's LMP one charge in the World Endurance Championship. Uh-huh. And from there he went to Ren- uh, McLaren. Yeah, and Gil DeFerrin was an Indy car, and he was uh, actually at McLaren, but I think he left this year. I think Gil DeFerrin is so probably were, still running. You, you were talking about the wrong guy. Yeah. Okay. Still pretty good though. Yeah. I like the the maybe because of Lando and Sainz are two young guys, whatever. So you know, so I like that the the energy that they show exactly, and they show with the team, and they look like the team itself, the Renault team. I mean, the McLaren team has. Like a different energy than all the others. Yeah. It shows you that it is a team sport, and if you come together as a team, the results will come. You can see that with with uh, Mercedes, or you could also see that with McLaren. Different place, different teams. No, McLaren very different. McLaren is more down to earth. Mercedes is more like corporate. Like, yes, sir. No, no, no. That 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 would be Ferrari. Ferrari. Well, yeah, Ferrari definitely. That's Ferrari's like the military. No, no, Ferrari's like yeah. the military. That's how honestly that's Ferrari. how McLaren seemed. That's the way it was going. And then, you know, after, Well, that's the way they were when they were under um Dennis? They yeah, were under Dennis. Dennis. Yeah. 
but you know, different leader should incorporate a different style. They shouldn't just want to continue. Yeah. Well, that's what Zach Brown did, and he's definitely dude. he's definitely done a very good job, yo, dude, of of just changing the atmosphere wow, and also man. bringing a lot of sponsors. Um, so the CEO of McLaren comes on the radio, yo, yo dude. dude. But that's that's the perfect like that's the perfect team to do it on too. Guess what? When they get Ricardo next year, it's gonna be even more. Can fun. you imagine yeah. just the, the shows that Ricardo and Norris are gonna throw? Just getting interviewed because we already saw some of that this weekend already. They do, what is it mm-hmm. called? Unboxed or whatever? Yeah, yeah the unboxed stuff. Unboxed? Yeah, yeah. Man, oh man, we're gonna. I can't wait for next. Season. I can't wait for them to start hitting each other. In the Speaking last. of Ricardo, <laughs> Renault, um, damn, what a disappointment. I don't think it was a disappointment. No, to me, so, I, it, dude, they went with a wide open field, the manufacturer with the most money, with the most talented driver. <sighs> Compared to last year, dude, man. You were talking you, about Renault still? Yeah, Renault. You allow, you're the works team, you allow a customer to beat you? Yeah, but it's still an improvement on last year, man. And it, was, it wasn't like it wasn't. Was that like it, a shut it, up? It, wasn't, a, a it wasn't like they got trounced either. What's the point differential? It, they didn't get trounced. It was, they were right there till the end. They were fighting. Formula 1.5? No, I mean, at the end, in this race, they were and way can, behind. And you can literally say that. Renault is in a better place going forward. To this going forward and at this moment than they were last. That's what that's one of the things uh, Ricardo said yeah. going out. But McLaren two hundred two racing point one nine five Renault one eighty one. So Ooh. I'm going to ask you guys this: Who had more DNFs? Who had more DNFs in the year that you remember? Re- McLaren, Renault, or Racing Point? McLaren, Renault, or Racing Point? Racing Point racing probably point. had most. Right and second. Right, no. Re- no. McLaren. Second McLaren. Carlos signed his whole beginning of his whole season was just so bad. The luck. car just wasn't good enough. I that's I the car wasn't good enough and I think Ocon was not good enough. It's another yeah, that's where, But he did that's come where, on good uh, at the end of the season, Ocon, yeah. I'm gonna go through on Ocon. So that's one <laughs> retirement for, for Ricardo and three one, two, three, four retirements for Ocon. I I don't know. I guess that's a lot. Okay, I we, we can go over that next week. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know anything else to say here on Renault. Man, when they're gonna get Fernando Alonso? In I can't year. wait for the tattoo. We're oh, still waiting on that. Absolutely, dude. That's right. No, you gotta say, yo, dude. Yo, yo dude. dude. <laughs> <laughs> We're waiting Where's for the, the ink. tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the ink? <laughs> yeah, man. Where's yeah, the tattoo? All right, so, can you say that with a French accent? Now? No, I'm good. <laughs> so Ocon had some trouble Mercy. with Daniel Ricardo. <laughs> What's gonna happen with him next year with Alonso, dude? Oof. And remember, Pierre Gasly is threatening the following season. Not threatening, Oof. but the talks are that he's gonna be joining the Renault team. Oof. Twenty two. I think the, the year off did Ocon a lot of damage. Because yeah. the guy that was a force India to the guy that we saw at Renault. It's pretty much almost like two different drivers. We saw a glimmer of it at the end of yes. the season. Yes, at the end, yeah. Like at the end, I guess maybe towards the end he got comfortable in the seat. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. No? Ocon finished ninth after qualifying 11th. Uh, he uh, did well at the, towards the end of the season. You can see that he was progressing better and better, and we'll see what happens next season. Um, but I think he's still a solid driver. And then to partner to partner up with Fernando Alonso. I just hope Fernando Alonso doesn't stop with Van Dornum. <laughs> <laughs> Knock him out of the hole. Wow. <laughs> uh, all right. I didn't have it on our outline, but one team I always, I got to shout them out. It's the Alphataris. They all season, talk about consistency, right? Even though, you know, Gasly 
did outperform the expectations in a couple of races Be- between Kvyat and Gasly. They were both pretty freaking good all year. I think the team going in with more money next year. I don't know. I see a lot of uh, improvement there. Kvyat has come a long way from the torpedo days. Yeah. Yeah. So we got to give him that. He's also been maturing a lot and been, I would say, maybe level-minded when it yeah. comes to racing, making he, better decisions. Since and, he's been back this time around, he's he's had his moments where he he has driven better. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to take a look at it more closely, but I don't, he hasn't been as as This, as this weekend they were great. Yeah. They this were weekend they were great. great. Yeah. yeah. But he hasn't driven bad at all. Solid, but. Uh, Are they going to keep him? No, 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 because I I think he was brought back because I don't think Helmut Marco likes his style of driving and the way he gotcha. drives. I think they brought him back just because of necessity. Yeah. I remember he was, they had to negotiate it on a contract from Ferrari because Ferrari he was a Ferrari development driver. Yes. So they had to negotiate a contract out to bring him back in because they didn't have anybody else to put in that seat. The Ferraris with an S. The Ferrari teams with an S. Better luck next year, right? It was yeah, just a lost season. We'll it's a lost season. The if your engine ain't right, you ain't going nowhere. And obviously, um Set Battle. See you later. Until yep. we meet again. It was nice, uh, I don't know if you guys saw the radio, but like he, you know, singing at the end about the Ferrari and I how good the team is. The highlights of this race was just a team radio at the end from all teams from all, all of across. Yeah. Because yeah. there was and a even lot. even at the beginning. Yeah. There was, you know, there was a, you obviously had, you know, Kevin Magnuson leading yeah. the team. That wasn't a bad Grosjean, one either when no. he was doing the burnouts. And Gro- they were I mean, Grosjean wasn't there, but that would have been yeah. that, unfortunately. Even at the start of the race for Kevin Magnuson, yeah. the engineer was like, love you, bro. Make sure you you enjoy it out there. Yeah. You know, Checo, uh, for, uh, last race, uh, Seb's last race at Ferrari. Um, his mechanics were crying when Jacob yeah, came back um, they were like yeah, yeah they were they were balling yeah they, Dude, he, had he to saved their them. jobs yeah he saved the team and yeah. you're gone now um, that, and you, you also have uh, who else uh, oh Carlos Sainz at McLaren it, it shows you that that it is a team sport absolutely. these guys rely on each other absolutely and um, and they you know they're generally friends and they're fond of each other absolutely Dude. so Look at Ricardo with Vernon too. Yeah. yeah. And, and and even with Seb, as ugly as that could have gotten this season. Because he was, was very respectful. They were respectful. respectful. He sung a song at the end, which was cool. You know, they you know, they at the end you had they had the UEFA Cup uh, champions <laughs> trophy that they gave him. Uh, the helmet swap with Leclerc. If you guys saw that on social media. Yeah, that that oh man, and, and we'll the, link to and, that picture. That you was know, and the touching. message that he wrote to yeah. to Leclerc, even though that that relationship was a bit contentious. Um, it was just, God, but it was expect, good to see that. Did you expect different from Battle? No, was like a absolutely not. No, never. Absolutely not not at very all. respected. Absolutely not. Not he's at all. Not only his behavior, but I, he's also very respected by I the drivers. I think that it didn't get as ugly as it could have because of, of who he is. Because he kept his cool. Yeah, he's he's a class act. He's a class act, and wow. just even the message that he wrote Leclerc was was awesome because you would never thought he said that. I, it go, I'm gonna paraphrase. He he wrote that in the in in the time that he's been in F1, uh, you're the most talented driver that I've come across. Just he said, just don't waste it. But anything that you do, just make sure you do it, you know, with a smile and be happy. 
which was, was and he wrote that on a helmet when he did the, the helmet swap. So, you know, it's Vettel's a class act. I'm glad that he does have a seat next year, and and I'm and I'm hoping for a resurgence because he definitely deserves better. He should be getting better results. Can you imagine um, your boyhood your boyhood dream to follow Michael Schumacher's footsteps, getting to the precipice of it, like yeah, twice. really fighting twice. in that championship twice. there, yeah, with 2017 Hamilton. and 2018. And then you have to, how hard it must be to let it go. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I think it's worse because it wasn't him that let it go. It was the team that let him yeah, go. Yeah. And, and they let Because it, he wanted to be. And they there. let him down too. Yeah. Well. Well, they, yeah, they did. 2018, whatever. No, they did. They definitely let him down. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I mean, the, the things that are going on with Ferrari now have been problems that they've had for years and it's just coming to a head. It's just coming to the surface. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and it looks like, well, we'll see what happens next season, but I'm hoping that they can get back on track. Do we need now, like, you know, like a napkin or something from our eyes? We're going to cry now too? But Ferrari, screw them. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> the, the, the hard ass comes back out. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so guys, uh, just the just the championship standings, just to kind of wrap that up. Uh, drivers, standing-wise, I'll, I'll read them from the top down to the bottom. Hamilton, Bottas, Verstappen. Perez clinches fourth, even though he was uh, DNF'd. Ricardo, fifth. Sainz, sixth. Albon ties him with 105 points, seventh. Leclerc, sixth. Uh, nor no, 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 I'm Leclerc. sorry, I, I screwed that. Up. Jeez, yeah, I, I went backwards went from six to th- yeah. Sorry, Leclerc six, Leclerc, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Sign Leclerc six. eighth with ninety eight. Norris <laughs> ninety seven points. He's ninth. Norris six. Gasly, Gasly six seventy five <laughs> points. Then now, from there, from the way that Norris started this year, what a drop! Right? Yeah. He was third. He was third. Yeah, he got a podium. Uh, actually, place. he was fourth. Well, he wasn't. He was third for a while. For a while, and then he uh, dropped off. Uh, yeah, but that first race was just bonkers. No, that's what I'm saying. That about his finish this week. That if he uses as a energy and momentum to let let me study my year, just like Rosberg. Let me keep on exactly. But Rosberg was actually the last fight five races that yeah. he won. But you know, jeez. <laughs> Dude, what uh, eleventh Lance Stroll seventy five tied Pierre Gasly. Wow. Hmm. On a racing point, on a clone car. A he should have been higher. I like that. I like that tweet. The, the Mercedes, Mercedes did yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> retirement and then Rebel retirement <laughs> racing point. Is your, is your car? Is your car racing point? Oh man, Rebel, Rebel. That's about Ocon twelve. Well, whatever. Uh, constructors wise. Mercedes, Red Bull, McLaren third, Racing Point fourth, Renault fifth, Ferrari sixth, Alfa Tauri seventh, and then Romeo, Haas, and Williams eight, three, and zero points. Williams, another uh, a donut what for. Did, what did the you constructors get? race was really fun to watch this season. I'm With the drivers, great. why didn't you get to at least 15 so you could mention our boy Hulkenberg? You know? <laughs> Twelfth, Esteban Ocon with 62, Sebastian Vettel 33. That's 13th, Daniel Kavia, 32 with 14, and 15th, Nico Hulkenberg, 10 points. Was that in one race, right? In one race that he finished in the points, yes. 
Because he did how many races? Two races here this year. Yeah. He did two. But he... Well, oh, in, no. in paper three, he did not start in one. Remember, that was the first one from when Checo was out. The second one was when he scored points. And then he did one with Lance Stroll. He did one with Lance Stroll? Yeah, when Lance Stroll was well, out. He, he filled in for... Oh, yeah, because Lance Stroll was the for, one. Uh, yeah, Lance Stroll got coronavirus. He, did, so. he got a seventh and an eighth to comprise his uh, 10 points. Oh, my bad. Okay. Super sub. Yeah. Nico Hulkenberg. Without I, a seat. I, I want to make sure to mention 18th George Russell, three points. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that about wraps that up. Um, good season overall. We'll talk about the closeout to the next season or to the season next year. Potential looking forward or next week. Yeah. Yeah, next about, year. Yeah, next year. Um, all right. So a little bit of news. Hamilton wants his new contract before Christmas. Will he get it? Done deal, right? I think it's been a done deal for months. He just needed time to kind of work out the the final tweaks. This is a, a you know it's all it's all about PR. He he said it before. He didn't considering the situation and how many people are struggling financially because of the pandemic. Um, he just he he didn't want to sign. He didn't want to make headlines with such a rich contract. So maybe he could sponsor us. We're we're struggling with exactly. Well, he's still gonna get a ton of money though, regardless of if it was newsflash. You guys don't matter. Um, <laughs> wow. Oh, yes, so I do. That, at home, I do. Yeah, at home. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so yeah, it's a light, I, I right? think when you walk in, it's walk the in, light. He definitely wants. He definitely wants to get the contract done. Uh, yeah, it's about time that he does it. It is a done oh, deal. But it's just PR. Just to make, you know, you get it out. And he doesn't have to face the media and take questions about it. I think the contract was done before that news or the paper came out of the drivers. This, the top, the salary cap thing, the contract was done before that. I don't think the contract's done. I just think that they just haven't sat down and ironed it yeah, out. It's done. Okay. Uh, because they want to make oh. sure that contract is done and sealed, not public size, whatever, before that salary cap. So they could, he could get a bulk chunk of money and uh, it would not hurt the team that much. No, that's interesting. Um... No? No, yeah, but you're yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that, but I think... Because the salary cap, he won't be able to get paid as much, but hey, Ham, you got this next year. It was already done yeah. months ago before we Points announced this. Points for you, Ruben. All right, so yesterday, during the TED Notebook... Actually, Ted was super funny yesterday. He went up to somebody's food. He was like, oh, look at the Yo, food. That was crazy. <laughs> Yo, that was crazy. It was like a mental box. Yeah. <laughs> and he started oh, to show it. Then the guy comes out of nowhere with two beers. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Like, no, I'm not oh, food. Ted, you're the man. <laughs> Love you, Ted. Uh, but he also kind of started the rumor that uh, Red Bull will be announcing the signing of Sergio Perez this week. Yo. Can't wait. What do yeah. we think? Yeah. I, I was like, whoa. Really? It's one of those things where it's it's heavily rumored. We'll see. Yeah, but for him to say it on there, he's, the end of the season, right? he knows his stuff. And to say, and to have a time frame and saying that that's what's expected. He was pretty sure about it. I haven't seen it anywhere else. You know, it's you've seen him in the in Ted's notebook. He's got that headset with a huge antenna. Yeah, it's being fed in through there. That that's, he doesn't need a tinfoil <laughs> hat. <laughs> he doesn't need a tinfoil hat. And then also, um, to go along with this news, Albon's future to be decided before Christmas is per Christian. Horner. Well, Red uh, Red Bull. I don't know if it was Helmut Marco. It was Christian Horner. I think it was Christian Horner. 
One of those two, where he said that if Alban is not in the seat next year, he'll still be on the team, but he won't, it's either reserve. he's driving or he's not driving, but he'll still be on the team. When yeah. I heard that, I'm like, oh, so yeah. Checo still has a chance. Well, they say that because there's a lot of Thai money involved in the Red Bull brand. Yes. So there's a lot of what? Thai money Thai. involved. Yeah. So they want to keep him on just for that. Oh, gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. Because the yeah. country, gotcha. Okay, no. Yeah, yeah. I so there's a lot of. No, like time, like what? No, no, no. Thai as in yeah, Thailand. Thailand. That's the best decision that Red Bull can make. If, especially if, all right, so they have momentum going into the next season. They have a car that they said was going to be 40% new. So that means that they're going balls to the wall. Yeah. And Go ahead. the car is, the, the car won't change much. much so they're not going to have the problem that they've been having the past three or four years where they've just been getting off to a, Slow start and then come in at the end. And Checo Perez, if you want somebody to come in and help you set up your car, we talked about this early in the year yes. on Racing Point. That is the guy that you want. And if you have a bunch of guys, Gasly, Albon, whoever else in that car that have had struggles with the setup of their car compared to Max, guess what? This is the perfect guy to bring in. And he has the experience of knowing I have, I have what, for you. What, what kind of setup to use in order for the car to work for himself, even if it's not geared to him. And he also brings a ton of money. They don't care about that. Yes, they do. They're they losing Aston Martin this year, remember? They don't so care they need a title that. sponsor up there, they too. Care. It could be Telsa or Mexa or whatever The title sponsor is Red Bull. No, no, yeah, because they're <laughs> on the team. I'm talking about, but Aston Martin was everywhere in the car. So they need well, yeah, somebody yeah, to replace yeah. all that banner. It is a title sponsor. You're right. You're right. Excuse me? It was named. Aston Martin. That was Ras yeah, Aston Martin Red Bull Racing. You're correct. And before that, when Seb was on the team, it was Infinity Red Bull. Yes. So all right. Tag yeah. Hoyer. After that, right? Yeah. yeah. Tags uh, that the the only reason they put Tag Hoyer is because they didn't want to they didn't want to say that they had a Red Bull engine. I mean a Renault engine. They want they rebranded it. It was a Renault engine, but they rebranded it as a Tag Hoyer engine. So if you see in the if you, if you go to F one and you see the list of the teams, towards the end you mean you see you see uh, obviously Ferrari or you see uh, uh oh, let me let me think uh, Haas Ferrari or Williams Mercedes it, it used Does to be say Red, Red Bull Renault. Tag Heuer instead of Red Bull Renault. Jeez. It's a pretty contentious uh, relationship they have there. Gentlemen, that wraps up the season for us. You got something for you all? Some news? Uh oh. You're the gamer out of all three of us. Of course. Uh, what do you think of Electronic Arts? I EA. hate them. Okay, I love Madden, but I hate them. They're said to buy the F1 game developer Codemasters. So why do I hate them? Because they're so focused on anytime they do an update, they're going to hit you with the microtransactions, make you pay for it. Yes. So like, But where the benefit would come for that is that, like, for example, this season where we had so many different tracks, they would produce the track, but then you got to pay to buy it. Gotcha. We never got the new track. I, I don't Much. know if I... Five dollars? Probably. I don't got it. I wouldn't pay five dollars for them. I wouldn't do yeah, You pay sixty-eight dollars for a game. For, no, I'm not doing that. That's Get the heck out of here. But whatever. That's just speculation on my part. That's what they're known for. Well, they're they're set to buy Codemasters. So I just hope that they look. You think Code they'll Masters, do a better job than Codemasters? No, no. Codemasters will keep doing the game. They'll just oh be owned owned by EA. Okay. But they own, I think they also own like uh, Colin McRae Racing, the rally racing game. I think there's a bunch of stuff that Codemasters does aside from Formula One. And I just hope that they keep being able to do what they do. And I hope that based on what we saw earlier this year, that they were playing the virtual races with uh, Charlotte Claire, Alex Alban, mm -hmm. George Russell, George Russell, the champion, of course. 
I just hope that they start incorporating more things that you see in iRacing, making it a little more realistic. iRacing is the other platform, right? iRacing is the other platform. That iRacing looks amazing. Dope. That's what IndyCar was on, and it looks amazing. Yeah, it, it looks like real it looks life. Way there were also iRacing was the one doing the the old people race. What was what, what they're calling the old people? The legends. Race? The legends race. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but it's because it's because of the physics that is in like, iRacing. What <laughs> senior citizens racing? You go. It was it was. We had uh, who was it? Juan Pablo Montoya was Juan Pablo Montoya was there. Fidipaldi. Alonso was there. Fittipaldi was there. The old, was a... old man Fittipaldi. Juan Pablo Montoya still got it though, man. He's still yeah. racing. Yeah. Anyway, he's gonna be racing for McLaren in the Indy 500. Anything else, boys? I digress from my my gaming speech. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Gotta. We got to wrap up uh, next week. Next week's episode, we'll season wrap season. wrap up. Look forward to next season. Great season. Love Great you season. It just it's sucks so long. It will be nice. It's gonna that next week's episode is gonna be so good because it's gonna bring up <laughs> to agree. us again a lot of highlights a lot that of highlights. we have. I gotta do a lot of putting the back burner. Really? Just pretty much has been left out of our minds because we haven't hit that refresh button to yeah. touch them up. Well, let's hit it next week, guys. It's gonna be awesome. All right. See you guys later. See you next Smooth week. Smooth operator. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> Yo, dude. <laughs> Smooth. Peace. Later.